CBS Communicado, Summerton, Philadelphia. We are uh, getting together on a lovely Thursday morning where, um, once again, the forces of nature and the, the sour of the weather has been given the ability to once again try to trick us into feeling, believing that the spring is here. And this time he's not going to get away with it. Hopefully he will get away with being allowed to bring us spring, but maybe not get away with fooling us. We're not, we're not going to get fooled again, Rabbi Yisrael, correct? But it, in the meantime, we will enjoy the lovely weather out there. Nice and, and very uh, rainy. springy, a little, a little bit rainy. Okay. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's late in the year to have hail. Hail. And, and uh, we had some snow. We had snow this week, too. Snow squalls. Okay, but anyway, that is... Outside, what's on the inside over here is the Ramchal on Leil Pesach, and we're going to continue over here and seeing the Ramchal's Torah on the Leil HaSeder, the night of the Seder, the Seder night. So we so far seen in quick succession. We saw Moror and we saw Matzah. I'm sorry, we saw Moror and we saw Pesach. From the four items that the Ramchal promises that he was covered: Moror, Pesach, Matzah, and the Dalad Kaisis. So we saw Moros by Moros Chayehem, as we explained. We had a purge, that taint of having Chaye Oilam, a body that's connected to Chaye Sha'a, to, uh, to um, temporal, temporal existence, and a time-bound physicality that loves to be down here and hates to be pulled anywhere else. So that was purged with the Marirus and the Vayimoros Chayehem. We had to embitter our lowly lives, the Chaye Sha'a lives, and that allowed us to be Kalim, to receive a higher life. And that's Chaye Oilam. And that brought us to the Korim Pesach. The Korim Pesach is now to channel that, that uh, raw vessel, that Kli in the rough. So we have a brand new Kli now that we knocked out the Tumah of Mitzrayim. We knocked at the Tumah of humanity that we had been schlepping around. The Tumah of the Chet of Adam Rishon, which had in, in, infused the collective body of humanity. Klai Yisrael was given the opportunity to remake their Kalim, and we fill that now with the Karm Pesach. Instead of having Avoida for Chaye Sha'a, we now have Avoida from toe to head, from bottom to top. It's channeled towards the Rebbeinu that's the Karm Pesach. The Karm Pesach is not just serving Hashem. It is Mishchuk Kehu, as we saw yesterday, is replacing Avoida of everything that's down here with Avoida of everything that's up there. That was going from the Maror to the Karban. The Maror is what allows us to realign ourselves, and the Pesach is that realignment. Now, let's move on to Matzah. Matzah. The Amnam. We're here, this uh, paragraph right here. More than halfway through this paragraph that begins with Vihine. The Amnam. To further allow Klai Yisrael to have a Kli. And that Kli, that receptacle, that vessel, that container is the new Guf, the upgraded Guf. To allow that Guf to really properly be that upgraded Guf. This physicality that can now be infused with the oil of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem's illumination, Hashem's light, Hashem's avoido, and for the body to be geschlept, to be pulled along by the neshama, in order to really facilitate that, 
It's necessary, says the Rebbe Shiazunu Zayn Yamim Eila Bashana, Min Hamatza, Ashihi Mazayim Bebechinas Yetzer Toiv, Levad, Bali Yetzer Raklal. Necessary for that body, that physicality that is being given to us, that is being extended to us by Akadosh Baruch Hu after the Merirus of Mitzrayim, the 210 years, has purified and, and wrung out from us the Zuama. We want now to make sure that that body is going to be a proper body, a new body, that will be on board with the Neshama, as we said many times, will be bottled to the Neshama, will be, be an accessory to the Neshama, will enjoy what the Neshama has to offer. We have to feed that body the right food. That body has to be carefully maintained in this critical, delicate formation time when it's being forged and created. We have to make sure that body gets the right food, the right nutrients, the right sustenance, and we give the body the right maintenance to allow it to become that body 2.0. We want to make sure that it is being delivered food, which is Yetzir Toy food, without any additions and without any um, with, 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 without any ingredients that are Yetzir Hara ingredients. Um, and in that way, when we are properly maintaining the body during this critical formation time, when we are um, given the ability to refine, recreate the body, have it be a body that can be on board with everything that I'm going to do for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so we, again, keep it carefully maintained. We give it the food of the soul, food of the Yetzir Toiv, and we make sure it doesn't get any Yetzir Har food. And that way this body remains in this pristine body 2.0 form uh, to allow it to be a Kli for the Neshama. Okay? So this is Matzah. The Ramchal just explains us what Matzah is all about. And let's let just maybe... Digest that for ourselves, what the Ramchal just told us about matzah. And the Ramchal just, just, just revealed to us the soid, the secret, and the, the, the inner depth and meaning of what matzah is all about. Why do we eat matzah exclusively for seven days during Pesach and not chametz? So everybody knows chametz represents the Yetzir Hara. Matzah represents the, the rain kite, a, a pure kind of existence without a Yetzir Hara. The Soar Shabi Isa, Chazal, that's Chazal's. Analogy, Chazal's comparison that they find in, in, in uh, the culinary world for the Yetzir Hara is, the, is the, the yeast which ferments things, it, it, it schleps things out, it, it, it's, it's uh, something that takes its time, and it rises and it bubbles, and it, 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 it's an additive. Okay, there's all kinds of connections there between the fermentation process and the Yetzir Hara. And there's connections, therefore, as a result between the, the lack of fermentation process, something which is just flour and water, without any shahiyas, getting moving it along with alacrity, getting into the oven, and without any fermentation between that and the yetzer toiv. What the Ramchal is saying is that the reason why specifically this is the food that we eat during Pesach, I mean, the, the unspoken question that he's addressing over here is, um, you know, we should eat matzah all year round. Yeah. Excellent question. I mean, if, if Chametz represents the Yetzir Hara, and Matzah represents the Yetzir Toiv, 
So the unspoken, the unaddressed question over here is, you know, we should always be eating matzah. And there's, there's uh, some yidin that are known for only eating matzah all the way through Shavuos, but even those yidin, those brave yidin, after Shavuos, they'll start eating chametz again. Right? We, we haven't heard of, of yidin that won't eat chametz all year round. Nobody goes that far. Well, gluten-free yidin, I mean, uh, celiac notwithstanding, yes. Uh, unfortunately, there's people because of their, their uh, dietary needs. They won't have chametz all year round. That is true. We stand corrected. So, yes. Um, that's true. Some people, for, for out of dietary necessity, will avoid gluten and that kind of stuff. But people who are physically capable of breaking down gluten, we haven't heard of people that will just will avoid it for spiritual reasons. We haven't heard of such things, um, which is which is a pella because if matzah is the eighth or tough, and chametz the eighth or what? During Pesach, I don't want the eighth or horror, but during the rest of the year, come on, bring them on. Where is the eighth or horror? Let's invite them to the table. Right? What's going on over here? So Ramchal is saying something very powerful, very eye-opening. Ramchal is saying that it's these seven days of the year, in the Chutzlar, it's eight days of the year, specifically that we refrain from eating <clears throat> chametz, and we only eat matzah, because this is the week where we are reforging our bodies. We are recreating our kli. If we look very carefully at how the Ramchal said it, he's not even referring to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was a gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We got upgraded to a higher existence from Hashem Himself. After the 210 years of Marirus, Vayimorus Chayehem, we knocked out, that was purged, that was thrown out of the system. Hashem says, okay, you guys are ready for an elevated existence, for, for upgraded gift. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave it to the, that to us, you know, gratis when we left Mitzrayim. The Ramchal said, if we look carefully at his Lashon, he, he's not talking about why we ate matzah in Mitzrayim on the night of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, the Lel Seder. He's talking about why every year for seven days we eat matzah, and every year from the year 2448 and on, why we're only eating matzah for seven days and we don't eat chametz for seven days. Every year, including up to Tavshin Pei Beis, Hashem, why we're not going to be eating any chametz, we're going to be eating matzah. And the Ramchal is saying, This idea of having a body that can participate with the neshama, and again, that's the whole point of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That's Ramchal's whole approach over here is 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 the focal point of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and the celebration of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is the fact that we are once again further separated from the Gaim, and we're given. An existence, which is such a beautiful existence and such an important existence to really being the Abde Hashem, the servants, servants and attendants of God, we're given an existence in which we have a body that enjoys mitzvahs, a body that enjoys learning Torah, a body that can get into ruchnis, that can get into spirituality. Every year we cycle through that zone again. And every year, when it comes back to Pesach time, we're able to, once again, access this upgraded existence of the guf having, as, as the Ilam themselves put it, such a beautiful word, joy. The guf having joy, and euphoria, energy, and excitement in doing mitzvahs. And again, that's a, that, that is a revolutionary concept. That's something that our ancestors, our forefathers, did not 
possess. It's something that they did not enjoy. Avraham took and Yaakov and the Shvatim did not have this existence. It's something that happened with Yitzhak Shreim and An, and every year we're able to tap into that existence again. During the year, we can forget about it. During the year, we have struggles with the guf, ups and downs. On Pesach, we're able to once again forge and establish our physical existence, and that being a physical existence of as we say in Shir Hashim, which we read on Pesach, which the guf is drawn after the neshama. The guf follows the neshama. The guf is an accessory to the neshama and is a willing, a happy, and interested participant in whatever the neshama has to offer it. Which, remember, before Yitzhak Yisrael, was not the case. The guf had to be schlepped after the neshama, had to schlep it everywhere, had to tow it behind itself. Every year, Pesach time, we're able to strengthen that and reinforce that existence. And being that we want to reinforce that existence, we want to strengthen that existence, we want to go through Pesach and being able to access this and tap into this in the best way possible, we want to make sure that we are, we are attending to the physicality and we're maintaining the physicality during those seven days in a way that we can once again receive that full upgrade and once again receive that, 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 that revolutionized existence, that existence where the guf it wants to be a willing accessory to the neshama. And therefore, for seven days, we are doing everything that we can to not just minimize, but to eliminate the guf's existence as an anchor, as dead weight, as something that enjoys this world. And we are emphasizing and, and, and reinforcing and recreating the, the guf's existence as something which is there to be an accessory to the neshama. And that's why for these seven days, we're eating matzah, not chametz. It's 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 recreating, reforging, and and um, you know it would be like like any time you're manufacturing something, an item has to be treated in a much more delicate fashion, and with much more care when you're actually when you're making it as opposed to when you're using it. You know, someone is in in a uh, someone is a is a glazier or a glass blower, not a glazier, a glass blower. Someone blows glass. You want to make a beautiful glass vase or a glass bowl, or a glass mug. You have to be very, very careful as you're blowing it to make sure you get it exactly right. It's, it's in its raw, malleable form. You're just putting it together, and one little slip will mess up the whole thing. It'll be misshapen. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be off. It'll be uneven. It'll be irregular. It'll be lumpy. Holes in it. What? Flaws. Like Flaws, little. that's right. When you're actually making it, you have to be very, very careful. It's very, very critical when it's being fashioned and formed, to, to be very attentive, to do everything just right without any flaws, uh, make sure nothing, there aren't any, uh, you know, you have sawdust flowing around your, your um, workshop or anything else that might get into the glass and mess it up. You have to be very, 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 very careful. Once you actually make it and once it's, it's forged and, and, and hardened and it's in its final product, in its final form, so now you know you can be a little bit uh, you can you can you can you can uh, be a little bit rougher with it and not have to be as careful. You don't have to treat it with the same delicate um, manner and fashion as you do as when you're making it because it is done solid, forged, and 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 and. Um, good to go. 
So, you know, you put this in, you put that in it, you, 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 you let this person hold it, that person hold it. Again, you want it, it's designed, it was made for a specific purpose. You want to make sure it's being used for that purpose, but there's always a huge difference between the care and, and the uh, delicate touch that one has to deal with something when, between when, when you are actually making it and forming it and when it is in use. This is the exact same thing as to what's going on with our bodies during the year. And in the during the year, we're dividing up between Pesach time during the year and the rest of the year during the year. And this is the answer to the question that we just asked, the understood question and the unspoken question that Ramchal is coming to address, if Chametz represents the Yetzirah and Matz represents the Yetzirah, we should be eating Matz all year round and avoiding Chametz all year round. The answer is, the answer is, it all comes down to, are we recreating our guf, are we reforming our guf, or are we using the guf? We're using the body, we're using that vessel, or we're actually making the vessel. Every year during Pesach, we go back into that zone of upgrading the body, recreating the body, reforming the body, and we want a body that's going to be thrilled by the neshama. We want a body that's going to be drawn after the neshama. We want a body that's going to be a willing, happy participant in what the neshama has to offer. In order to pull that off, we have to take advantage of the seven-day formation process. And once we do that, now we can handle chametz. We can handle it. Bring it on. I can handle the chametz now because I have a body that's not going to get weighed down by the chametz. I have a body that's not going to get distracted by the chametz. I have a body that's not going to get nachash left after the chametz. I have a body that can take the chametz, handle the chametz, and, 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 and use that chametz to actually raise the chametz up even. I have a body that can do that because I was very careful during the formation stage. That's what's happening every year, year after year. The seven days is the seven days of recreation of us reaccessing that formation of the goof, the reformation, the, the upgrade. Okay, so that's that's amazing. That and that that is matzah, and that's the aside of having matzah on the Lela Seder and for all seven days of Pesach. So now going in order over here, we have emerging the the symbolism and the, what the representation of the moror we have the Karm pesach and we have the matzah and we're discovering also that these aren't just symbolic these are actually representatives as we just said of what is happening to us year after year after year and what we're able to access year after year not just what happened to our ancestors in mitzrayim so we go into pesach just to summarize what we have thus far we go into pesach and we have this uh, notion of and going into Pesach, when we eat that morer at our Pesach Seder, we also are dwelling on the fact that we want to purge the zuama, we want to purge the contamination that can creep back into our bodies, contamination that threatens to bring us back down to the level of Guf 1.0, a body that hates the neshama, a body that doesn't want to be drawn after the neshama, a body that's running away from the neshama. We're purging that with the morer. We eat the carbon Pesach, we have, the, we have what represents the carbon Pesach on the table, Mishchu Kachu, that we replace the Avoida of the nether regions, the avoid of this world, with the avoid of Akash Baruch, we recreated a kli, we, and, and we have that kli now to, to, to uh, be filled with God's service to draw us from bottom all the way up, and instead of the, the up being dragged down by the bottom. And that is done via matzah. That is done via the matzah. So in fact, we eat the matzah before we, before we um, um, eat the, what symbolized the Korn Pesach at our, at our Seder table, what, what do we eat that symbolizes the Korn Pesach? It stands in for the Korn Pesach. What do we eat? Matzah. Very good. Also matzah, but at the end of the Seder, the Afikoyman. Yeah. Eating of the Afikoyman is what represents the, the, the 
carbon Pesach. So that we do at the end, we really, the Marar, Matzah, and Pesach, in that order, the Marar is for the purge, to free us up. The Matzah is to make sure that that Kli, we're now forging that Kli, and this is what we're dwelling on, what we're thinking about when we're eating the Matzah. We're forging the Kli. We're extend, we're, 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 we want this Kli to be uh, an upgraded Kli, 2.0. It's not going to get dragged down, bogged down by any of the Yetzer Hara. We're in the delicate formation stage, and then we fill that with Avayas Hashem with the Karb Pesach. How we can have 1.0 and 2.0 to the Abadi to get when we was in the Mitzrayim it was 1.0 Humanity, all of humanity had a body that was left behind by the sin of Adam Harishon. Okay, but how we came up with this number? From where That's just a number, I'm, I'm saying it. But ah, you said it. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Just to make it easier to process. Okay. Okay, so that brings us to the Dal Kaisis. And maybe we will save that for tomorrow. Okay? okay? We'll save the dialogue crisis for tomorrow, discussion of the four cups. Yeah, it's okay. Rather, I don't want to have to try to squeeze it in. We'll do it. And tomorrow's our last day. Pashas that we'll be uh, doing, we're almost done. The, the, the four cups is really the last thing that he discusses. So we will save that for tomorrow. And everyone should have a wonderful today.